Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. To kick it off this week, I wanted to go ahead and thank our newest Patreon backer, Naomi M. Thank you so much for your contribution. It means a lot. Before we get in, there's just one more note I wanted to make today. We are joined this week and for all subsequent episodes by Josette Welsh, who is going to be playing the Dawncast Golden Might of the Dawn. I'm really, really happy to have her come aboard the show, and I think that her contributions are going to be great and hopefully enjoyed by all of you. So look forward to that this week. Aside from that, there's nothing else to say, so let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Ariston, and Godwin were escorted from their meeting room with Artlock and Morbitar as a mysterious figure arrived. Who was it, and what was their purpose? What information could yet be gleaned from Kidu? What hijinks might come of a slumber party in communal lodgings? Ah, Golden Might of the Dawn. What excellent timing you have. Why don't you, Josette, go ahead and describe who this character filling the doorway is and what they look like. So, uh, Golden Might of the Dawn is kind of on the short side, just over five feet tall, and she has really sunny hair. It's very bright yellow, and there are streaks of orange running through, some very light pink highlights uh, in certain locks. Her hair is wavy, very wavy, and for the most part, it is pulled up into two buns on the backside of her head. She is wearing a icy blue kind of pullover sweater that snaps, and there are two green buttons on each side pinning it in, and you can kind of see through the swoop of the collar on that sweater that her dress starts out brown and goes down to red and then she is wearing a pair of dark brown leggings that go into a pair of bright red boots that start a little bit below her knees and her eyes are both blue and purple they're kind of an icy blue but a little bit deeper than that of her sweater which is meant to kind of help her blend in with the snow and stuff and then the purple is kind of a lavendery purple. It's a pleasure to see you here. Our previous guests, Rizzo, Godwin, and Ariston, are making their way out. You will find that they're going to be sharing the lodging space with you, though, this evening. That's awesome! I've always wanted roommates. That lodging is so big. Well, we're finally finding a reason to fill it out, so you can report back with how that goes. I'm expecting to hear all sorts of slumber party stories. What's a slumber party? Oh, just wait until you find out. I can tell you in our private meeting. I'm I'm trying to rush them out the door, and uh-huh. Kidu seemed like he had something that he wanted to tell Rizzo about. Aw, good old bear arms. I see that they are still bear arms and um, not shrimp arms yet, and she gives him a light punch in the bear arm. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm I'm getting there, but just working on it, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a hero, and when I'm a hero I'll get this under control. Don't worry, you'll get there. Anyone can be a hero. And she does a bunch of little air punches next to the side of him and just says, and just wait till you get those shrimp arms, then you'll really pack a punch. Man, Ariston, I didn't think anyone was more annoying than you, but today I've been proven wrong. 
Have you ever heard the sound of your voice? Because you sound pretty annoying. <laughs> Was I whispering to you? No. Yo. Godwin, we talked about this. If you if you got something to say about someone, don't do it when they're yeah. in the room next to you. I, I've interacted with her a little bit, and she's not afraid to dunk on someone. You just been dunked on, Ariston. <laughs> you just been dunked on, Godwin. Yeah, Ariston, you just get dunked. I have not been dunked on in any capacity. I'm sorry, you guys are just standing next to each other. Rizzo claims it's true. We're going to talk about this later, Rizzo. Yeah, and right now we actually need to talk to Golden Might of the Dawn. I appreciate the dunking, don't get me wrong, but this is an important business meeting that we need to have. All right, we'll, we'll get out of here. All right, we're going to let Ariston lick his wounds after he just got dunked. Get the, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Golden Might of the Dawn kind of pulls the door open more and steps against it to hold it open for you all to leave. Thank you. I'm Rizzo, by the way. Golden Might of the Dawn, so nice to meet you. I'm done with this. Nice to meet you. Done with this. get a chance to introduce Dink. I'll, I'll introduce myself better later. So we cut to the lodgings where Strikes Like Wolf ashamedly escorts you before turning tail and waiting to get his own serious talking to about his shortcomings. The lodgings are a quite large space. This is much more comfortably furnished than what you saw over in the initial Taiga Folk settlement that you were in. This is a lot more like the stuff that Strikes Like Wolf had brought into the settlement when he repurposed that house. But I would like for everyone to introduce one element of the lodgings that you guys have been provided. So there is one bed that is very neatly made, but it is covered in hair. Like it's covered in golden sandy hair. It's covered in kind of brown grizzly bear hair. And it also has little flakes of like red hair, as well as a few strands of pink. That is uh, my bed. I uh, I don't think I'm going to sleep on that bed. There's a small fireplace that seems like it's relatively well kept and instead of the normal brown or black kind of covering it's a very bright blue tile that's kind of striking as you enter the room it looks like the ice and the water outside the windows are a stained glass and they are kind of arched at the top at a point it comes to a point and there are a few red squares that kind of by the time the light shines through them, it's more of an orange or a bastard amber color that kind of just fills the room with like this warm feeling despite it being colder outside. And in the room, adorning the walls that are not windows are various tapestries and these kind of hung materials that have been stitched together have drawings on them and it almost looks like it's the history of the people that have lived in this area and some of them show war and some of them show prosperity but they adorn the walls and if you walk around the room just staring at them you get a glimpse of what their history is all about so um these are lodgings welcome thank I, you i'm happy to see you rizzo and i'm happy to meet you guys uh Ariston and Godwin, I think there's a lot to talk about. Have, have you guys all spent time over in Jaowei, or...? I've been there for the shortest time, but I've gotten to know the city pretty well, thanks to 
Rizzo and Godwin. So just kind of still getting the hang of it, I guess. Rizzo and my time in Jiao A goes way back. Mm-hmm. Running the streets together. Would Kidu know Godwin then? Um, no. Probably not. I, I like don't right think after. like I would have like okay. brought him home or anything to play. So Godwin's a school friend. Not a, yes, not a Godwin friend. was a school friend, not an at-home friend. Okay. Not at first, at least. Okay. It's good to know that you guys have all been there, then. That's nice. Um, how's it doing? Um, I mean, now it's good. Um, uh, the shrine burned down. That yeah. sucked. I mean, it's doing better now. We actually had a, not really a run-in because they came to us, but the realm was there and they were trying to take over and, you know. We were like, nah. Hurdle, they were hurling people together and it was just i didn't think that we i mean i knew we were going to but you know how there's always that little twinge of feeling like what if we can't handle this but we were able to you know kick the realm out of there so things are semi back to normal there's a lot of places that need to be repaired and rebuilt but for the most part still jawway so rizzo i want you to give me a quick perception plus sure. socialize role please Four successes. So you can see Kidu's hands tense up a little bit, and through the bear fur, you can see sort of a twitching in his arms. Wow, that's really amazing. I'm I'm glad you guys were there. You you're really big time heroes, huh? I mean, I don't know about that. I don't want to brag, but uh, of course you do. We most definitely would be considered among the first ten names chosen by the average Jawe citizen as. Number one hero forever. I like what? that you say top ten. Yeah, you know, my mom might be up there too. For sure. All time, you know? Yeah, of All course. time. Yeah, she's mine. She's mine. All time. Good. Still, that's really impressive. Um, I'm sad to hear that the temple's gone. Yeah. They blew it up. I knew that they were brutal, but wow. I didn't know they were that bad. Didn't you guys fight them up here? I came in at the tail end of that. The bull had really taken care of everything, and that's when I wandered up here, lost and alone. They made it clear that they viewed us as bad people who were not really doing things right and worshipping the wrong people. So, it's not like they were the greatest. Most of them just thought we were demons, not even human. So mm-hmm. did even some of the citizens of Jawe that the realm had convinced, but if you're raised a certain way, brought up... It's hard. In a, they kind of... The misfits of their own people, there was something to prove. Of course, you'll do everything to destroy the thing you hate. Not that they deserve much sympathy, but... If my time without Lock into Morbitar has taught me anything, and what little of the bull I've seen, it's that some people think that we're demons or monsters for a reason. We do good, but it can be a sight to behold. Well, there's a lot of people who are like us who also don't do good. So I could see that. I could see how, you know, one person's wrongdoings kind of overshadows a lot of the good that people like us have done. So I guess in a weird way, I don't blame them for wanting to protect themselves. Yeah, I just wish that people weren't so quick to judge because it makes it a little bit harder to help. Agreed. Something nice about being up here and having learned about who I am up here. Otlock and Tamorbitar have been around for a long time. People are used to it. They think of... The moon's chosen as being good things. I mean, it most certainly can be. It can be a very good thing. 
but I'm really glad that you have learned more about yourself and figured things out coming up here. Yeah, I'm still not quite there, obviously. And he raises his bare arms. But I'm going to get this figured out. And when I do, I can return home. I didn't mean to worry you guys. I really didn't. We just... Sometimes they say no news is good news, but in our case, you know how close we are, or were, that no news felt like the end of the world. It felt like felt like you were shutting us out for a reason, and I know that it wasn't us, but, you know, mom and dad, they felt like there was something different that they could have done, or what did they do wrong or say wrong to make you, you know, leave. I bet grandma's going to be pissed. To be honest, I'm sure she would be way happier to know that you're safe than pissed. You know, I think your grandma can probably bear it. She would probably like a joke like that, yeah. Well, I'm full of them. Yep. Let's uh, let's not not throw out some more of those. Why? Because uh, you don't see the point of them? You know, you know I don't like... Wordplay. I don't like puns. I already don't understand a lot of stuff up here, and that just makes it harder. Well, I want to think of more. Um, was there anything else you wanted to know about, Um, Rizzo? Yeah, I... What made you want to leave in the first place? Our family's great, don't get me wrong, but our family's a little too great sometimes. That's how it feels anyway. You know, everyone's so happy and... Well accomplished. It just felt like there were parts of who I am that didn't agree with that. That that wasn't enough for that contentment. It's great for them, but it was going to eat me alive. Do you, do you understand that? Yeah, I think that that's also another reason why I left and wanted to branch out and do my own thing. But you know that deep down, or at least you know now that it doesn't matter what you would have done or wouldn't not have done. You didn't need to go on some kind of quest to kind of prove yourself because we loved you no matter what. We didn't need you to come home with, you know, medals or trophies, money, jewels. We don't have much, but a lot of times when we look at each other, I feel like it's enough. We've been through a lot. I appreciate what you're saying, Rizzo, but I didn't leave to prove myself to the family. I I left to discover who I am. I left because I I had to discover things about myself and about the world. I was never going to be happy being the sorcerer's grandson. I needed to figure out who Kidu was, and I'm still figuring that out. I wanted to go out and do good things, and I'm getting there. I've done some things that I never thought I would be able to do, but look at me. No one wants to be friends with this. Why not? That's pretty badass. Wouldn't want to be friends with the, you know, bare-armed guy. Badass is usually kind of scary. Well... It turns people off. No one wants to get hugs. That's a lie. I was immediately thinking bear hugs. I think they look pretty cool. I mean, no one around where I'm from can do anything like that. But I can't even hold a teacup. Drink it by the, you know, by the the stein. Just, Just slurp it. Just put your face to the table and... Drink it in a bowl. I always thought teacups were kind of overrated. Anyway, got to get a nice strong mug or like a thermos, you know, bowl. big. I've just come to call those clappables because if you can get your arms out and clap onto them and 
hold them, then you got a good chance of using it. Yeah, yeah there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, I... You could have asked someone to write to us, you know? I mean, if I can wear this bear skin and be fashionable, I'm sure you can have bear arms and be fashionable. I wanted to write Rizzo, but I couldn't write. Because until I knew who I was, I couldn't write back to you. I had to know that Kidu was writing that letter home. And I don't... I didn't know who Kidu was. I still am figuring that out. I mean... I'm so close. I guess I understand that. But to be honest, that's cool. But I just don't agree with it because I feel like I, on the receiving end, would much have rather known that you were safe and okay than thinking, you know, terrible thoughts about this word that's really mean outside just because you couldn't write to me. Go ahead and roll charisma plus socialize. Two successes. I I know that, Rizzo, and I'm embarrassed about it. Like I said, I wanted to write home, but there was a while where I didn't even have access to letters or anything. When I changed, it really shifted things up. It put me out of contact with everyone for a, for a while. I was lucky that I came across Otlock and Tamorbitar. My change was strange. Yeah, I I can't imagine how that is just going through an actual physical change versus, you know, looking like yourself and changing physically, but not looking like yourself and also changing physically. You're very brave and I've always admired you, you know? I looked up to you, you're my older brother. Thanks, Rizzo. I didn't know I wanted to hear that so much. Um, It's funny, because when I left, I felt like you knew who you were. You had this sense of identity. You were smart and self-possessed and a little bit of a rascal, but... Only because of the accident. I know. But I could see who you were. And I can see that person now even more. A bright lantern, shining heaven's light everywhere. I'm caught somewhere in the middle between... Well, you know... Yeah, but I think I think you underestimate how good it feels to know that you're alive in here and well. And I can, if you want or if you don't want, I won't. But, you know, tell everyone back home that you're okay, you know? I think they, they deserve to know that. Okay, yeah, you can do that. I, I wish I was ready, but I'm not. Um, I do just have one request for all of you. Yes? Botlock and Tamorbatar, I know that there's a chance that you all aren't going to see eye to eye in the end. But remember that they did right by me and they taught me a lot. Um, just do what you can to make sure that you don't end up on opposite sides. Because I'm not sure where that's going to put me. And if you are on opposite sides, try to end it as peacefully as possible. For you, I will. We'll do our absolute best. I'm going to be the toughest one to stick to that promise. So I won't make a promise, but I'll give it my best shot. Thank you. I love you, little sister. I gotta get going, but... Okay. I can't tell you how happy I am to see you. Same here. It's like seeing a ghost, but, you know, you can punch it and stuff. Yeah, something like that. Just wait till I get my punching arms back. (laughs) Please don't punch me with these arms. No, I'm not going to. I'm also going to need someone to open the door. These, (laughs) These handles aren't clappables. I will grab that for you. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. All right. This is a little awkward. I was trying to leave on an, an emotional high note, but... It's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> see, see you soon.
Bye. Later. Awkward. A few hours have passed, and twilight has given way to night proper. What have you guys set about doing in the lodging? What are you up to right now? Godwin is deeply embedded under some furs, taking a most glorious nap. Rizzo's rubbing her feet and uh, Qui-Gon's paws. Ariston's trying to get Rizzo to play cards with him. Ariston! Come on, just one game. I'm rubbing my feet. They hurt so bad. You 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 just need your hands to play. That's what my feet need. No, but Godwin won't play with me, and I don't... Why God won't play with you? He's honestly really good at card games. All right. If he wants to. You just have to tell him what card to play, though. But that defeats the whole purpose, Rizzo. I'm sorry, is that not what you wanted? No, I want... Oh, fine. Because in in all honesty, you'd also have to tell me what cards to play. All right, I'll just just play by myself. (laughs) Ariston, like, pets him on the head. Golden Might of the Dawn kind of creaks the door open really slowly as not to awake anyone that is sleeping, but much like a teenager sneaking in or out of the house, that like slow movement of trying to be sneaky causes the door to just go, ah! oh. hi, uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> she laughs kind of awkwardly. Hello. Hi. Godwin shuffles up from under the furs, his hair a complete bird's nest and his eyes groggy. Why? Why did you wake me? Why are you going to bed so early? Are you an old biddy? Because I'm tired from taking part in murdering a god. Why did you murder them? You could have just saved them. I'm not having this conversation. But we are having the conversation. Rizzo. Mm, but how do I be nice to people? Um, if you, okay, I got it. So if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Done. Rizzo, what if they're really annoying? Don't say anything at all. All right. Just smile and nod. That's it. That's all you... Just say yes. Godwin smiles the most pained smile with his eyes still deeply groggy and he nods. Did you like suffer some sort of internal injury? Like did maybe the god give you like a good blow to the head? Do you need medical attention? I'm feeling like the gods are giving me some sort of revenge right now for something I must have done. No, no, uh, Golden Might of Dawn. I I assure you that it's all him. Gotcha. Okay. Is that, do you prefer to be called something else or do you prefer your full name? You can call me anything. I get called Goldie. I get called Mighty. I get called Mida. I get called Golden. All right. Some people call me GM because I'm a total game master. That's, that's pretty cool. Okay. I'm going to call her mother and have her pick her up and take her home so that she's not here. My mother is dead, but good try. All right. Now I'm just sad. Oh, sorry about your mom. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll call you Gold, if if that's okay. My mother's dead, yeah, too. Yeah, Gold's fine. Oh, it's okay. People die. You just have to keep on living. Good luck with this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they, they See do. See that little vein in his neck? Good mm. luck. Mm. Smile and nod. Smile with, and nod. With this, um, she kind of just flops down on her bed, which causes a bunch of the hair that's loose to pop up, but also releases... 
the sound of a lot of firing springs and you guys start noticing these tiny, um, they're roughly like golf ball sized things that just begin popping and springing and bouncing <laughs> around the room. And some of them have like a mechanical leg to them. Some of them are just springs. Some of them kind of have like this grassy stuff attached to them. So they look furry. And she immediately begins attempting to like pick all of them up while three small little poof balls fall out of her sweater and start chasing after the springs as well. What what just happened? What the fuck? Am I? Goblin rubs his eyes. Yep, yep. Nope, they're still there. Oh. Uh, just looks and his mouth starts watering. No. no. And his eyes get really big. No, no. And he just looks down and then his shoulders come up and he just bucks. Rizzo, Rizzo, he's, he looks hungry. I have snacks. I have snacks in my bag. Get them out. Get them out for God's sake. Rizzo gets a snack out and uh, tries to distract Qui-Gon from these bouncing balls that have legs and make noises that seem like a perfect companion for this bitey dog. So the three floof balls stop at the edge of the bed toward Qui-Gon and they look at Rizzo, who's trying to corral them. And the three of them point their little animal limbs toward Rizzo, and one of them, a mouse with a mohawk, opens its mouth and says, That foul beast needs to get away from us! Uh, he's looking to eat us! And I'm not having any of that! Oh, that's so cute! Um, he's here to stay! If he bites me, I'll bite him, I promise you that much! That's fine! And he's not gonna like it! It's fair plan, don't think He's not gonna like, like it at all! You're not gonna like it either, I'm gonna give he... him an infection! Harrison, <laughs> you're gonna have your work cut out. Huh? He's all of our dogs now. Oh, fine. Believing is what I snap at the mouse on the bed. Just make yourself a little bit bigger and it'll be fine. Just palm-sized, okay? Okay. All all three of you. And she looks very firmly at the tiny bear puffball and lion puffball sitting on the bed next to the mouse. Palm-sized. And she holds up her hand. This just takes so much energy, though. The bear grumbles out, kind of yawning and patting its fur. Oh, who's my sleepy bear? You are! And she kind of scratches behind its ear. What? what what's happening right now? What's going on? I'm very confused. As am I, but I just, uh, you know, I thought for a second... I'm just, I'm just rowing this boat. thought for a second I was dreaming, but pretty sure this is a nightmare. No, if it was a nightmare, there would be a lot of sand, a lot of hot sand. It's a nightmare And I would be drowning in, it, in the hot sand, so that's not a nightmare. It's definitely a nightmare. You're in it. That so, girl's in it. So I'm continuing to snap the mechanical bouncing things and shove them back under my bed. And I turn to Ariston and Rizzo and I go, what, you've never seen a familiar before? No, I nope. I don't know what that is exactly. It's uh, it's what the wolf is, isn't it? Yeah, but oh, I mean, it's they're cool. I just never seen them before. Is all okay? Uh, well, this one is a mouse, and she points to believing who is the mouse with the mohawk. And this one is a bear, and this one is a lion. Oh my, very cool. I like them all. Nice to meet you guys. They have arranged themselves into a sort of cool tableau where the bear is sleepily sitting down, believing is leaning up against the bear with crossed arms, and the lion has put its paws on top of the bear's head and is sort of looking down toward believing. This is a nightmare. No, it's not that bad. They seem pretty... No, it's a dream. Ariston, stop talking. Now if only you would. They seem pretty 
kind. How dare you? Goldia, are they companions? Like regular companions of yours? They're my familiar. Right. Shit. I keep forgetting. So a familiar is basically an animal that you make a deep connection with. Mm. And she links her fingers together um, and says, it's like us and the animal. Now we're finally together. And that's what my familiar is. Oh, one of our friends had something like that with a, a tide mare. Endo. It's good. Good, good boy. Oh, I love tide mares. <laughs> They're so fun. Thanks for the reminder, Ariston. This is a nightmare. I, I'm just Tide trying man. to bond. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Smile and nod. And Godwin pulls one of the furs over his head and slumps back under the covers. Honestly, that's that's probably the nicest it's going to be from him for a while. Hey, it's still here down here. No, you can't. If we can't see you, you can't hear us. That you know, Ariston, is... you've said a lot of stupid things, but that might be the stupidest one you've said all day. What was the point of going under the covers if you're still going to be mean? I'm trying to wake up. You're trying to wake up from underneath the covers? Yeah. Well, you know what? I was going to go for a run. Do you want to join me on a run? Absolutely not. But it's so nice and cold outside. You know, that's great. You can share it with yourself. Mm, I would be happy to go on a run. Rizzo? My feet still hurt. I haven't been able to rub them for the past hour now. Uh, so I'm going to get back to doing that. And if anyone else wants their feet rubbed, let me know because <laughs> I, I could go for a run too. If you'd like, I could ensure that he wakes up. Give him an infection too, if you'd like. Hey! I think we're good on the infection department. <laughs> Believing. Believing? I don't know how many times I have to brush your teeth before you finally believe me. You're not sick and you don't infect people. Is his name Believing because he doesn't believe you? I've got an upset stomach, okay? Is that why you give people infections? It hurts no? and my breath smells. Halitosis? Mm, you're mean. You're a mean lady. Rizzo, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say I'm it at all. I'm not seeing how factual evidence is mean. Could have tried to say it nicer. Halitosis? I ha want to wake up. I want to wake up. You know, a little sliced apple could help with that. So could some mint. You have that chopped up. Chop it up real small. All right. <laughs> you can see Believing's facial features sort of like purse up and contort. As they look away toward the bear, crossing their arms. Well. Uh, my bad. Uh, go ahead. Do whatever you want, Mr. Believin'. Well, you seem rather chipper. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from the South. Oh, nice. Wonderful. Kirigast is the worst. Oh, <laughs> never mind then. But Gemma's lovely. Hmm. Yeah, I had a complicated relationship with my home as well. But glad to be here. Nice and the, the snow is not so hard on my feet. It's good. Good. Mm -hmm. So I noticed that you don't carry a weapon on you, aside uh, from those smash fists. Oh, you do have a weapon. Yes, that's that's it for me. I don't normally work with anything else. I do whistle, but don't use the knife. You say you whistle? Whittle. Oh, sorry. Oh, I heard whistle. I was about to ask you to do some bird calls, so I'm glad Rizzo asked. No. I don't know if he's ever seen a bird before. I have seen a bird. I have. Yeah, what noise did it make? It made a bird noise. You want to repeat that noise? Not at the moment. Ah! Rizzo, we know you've seen a bird before. You know, one of the guys here, he can turn into a crane really, really well. If you want, I can bring him in. Oh, well, we did see him change his arm a little bit. But yes, my smash miss are my only weapon. They are, they're good for me. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be without a weapon is to be taken a slave. Uh, I agree. Sure. Do you want to know something? When we came from, when we went to that other... What, guys, what was the town we were in earlier when I hid my dagger? He's, he made oh, us turn Pete. all our... 
Yeah, but where were we? We were in the Taiga folk okay. settlement. When we were there, Pete asked for us to take all of take all of our weapons, and I was like, no way. And so I hid one of my daggers because I feel the exact same way. I feel I feel like I always need a weapon. However, anything is a weapon if you try hard enough. You would do really well in Kirigast. I once cool. made a weapon out of an abalone shell. It was really hard, but I did it. Oh, I hear those are super pretty. They are. They are. Not not as much when you just smash them, but they were Did weren't. you not use the pretty side? No, I used... Well, the ugly side is, is harder, so I used that side. Oh, okay. Yes. Did, did you know that within the next few years they're going to go extinct? Are you are you are you sure? <laughs> I don't think that that's. I heard a lot of people are using them for tools these days. Oh, that's too bad. Hmm. We always tried to uh, fake news. Keep them sustainable, I suppose. The traders didn't take much, but who knows? I haven't been there for so long. Maybe they're just appealing to the demand. My father is always one for money over reason, I suppose. Oh. Father sounds like the first person we've mentioned all day that I get along with. I don't know if you want to say that in front of me, Godwin. I don't know if you want to say that in front of me. My father is a terrible person. We both clearly dislike you. So about that run, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be good. I would love yeah. to go on a run right now, <laughs> far away from 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 him. And yes, let's go. Perfect. So very quickly, Almida kind of removes two ties from her hair and then ties it up into a tight ponytail. And at the same time, her little palm-sized mouse, bear, and lion merge into one creature that is about shin height now. Let's go for that run. All right, let's do it. Godwin. I'm not here. I'm just a bunch of furs. Okay, then if you're not here, why did you answer me? Um, exactly. Exactly. Just come out from under the covers, wake up, and be nice. Come in the covers. It's so warm. No, I'm not. I'm trying to rub my fucking feet. You can rub your feet in the covers. I don't give a damn. There's not. I can't see what I'm doing. You can feel your feet are. Come on. It'll be like old times. Under the covers. Come on. It's not slumber party time yet. Not everybody's back. We can have a pre-slumber party. I'm going to feel weird about that because I feel like we're excluding Ariston and our new friend. (laughs) Oh, they invited us and they don't want to. They're doing their own thing. You know, Ariston's not by himself. All right. It's not like he's sitting in here and we're like, you can't come in. It's different. You would say that, though. I would. And you might. I bet Qui-Gon's wagging his tail thinking about a slumber party. He's thinking about me rubbing his paws next. Under the covers. (laughs) You get 10 minutes. A pre-slumber party time. Okay. Rizzo climbs under the bed and... Under the bed. <laughs> yes. She climbs under the bed. She actually does a little tease because she, she walks like she's going to go under the covers, but she goes under the bed because she, uh, she likes to be the monster. This is not the point of the pre-slumber party. I know, but I want to be the monster. You already scared the shit on me, Rizzo. Come on. It's me, your favorite monster. Did you ever play Mudster? Yeah, I fucking did. You scared the bejesus out of me all the time. Goodwin. No. It's me, your monster friend. No. I'm here to nibble on your toes that hang over the bed. Don't you dare. Don't you I'm dare. I'm gonna nibble. do it. No. Rizzo puts the end of one of the strings from her shirt and inserts it in between each of his toes very uh, slowly. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do I'm that. just kidding, I'm done. And so Rizzo climbs into the bed and starts to rub her feet. Why'd you have to do that? God. I don't know, it's kind of funny. Ah, you know, I don't like it. I know. Man, that whole talk earlier made me bummed, remembering, you know, my mom and Ajax. It's just not fun stuff to think about. It's not, but 
sometimes through thinking through things like that, you, I don't know, you kind of become more real of a person. You reflect on the things you've learned because of it or the good things that have happened because of it, if that's not weird to say. But I mean, I'm pretty real. I'm fully alive as far as I know. Mm, I meant more like, you know, you know more about yourself. You know more about your morals and who you want to be as a person because you have seen yourself in each of these situations and know what you can come out from. Okay, and I'm seeing the person I want to become, and it is not that chipper person that we bumped into today. Not everyone needs to be chipper. I mean, you've seen a lot of things, and sometimes me and you could go through the same situation and come out from it differently. And I think that's what makes things great, because you have something else to offer that I can't, and you have a different ruining perspective. ruining everybody's day. No, you... Are you saying that she's come out of situations better than I have because that's how I feel right now. No, yeah, I'm like just to be saying chipper all the time, that, but I'm not that's not me. I'm just saying that maybe no matter what some people go through, their personalities are going to change or either stay the same. Mine's still going to be shitty? No, not if you don't want it to be. And it sounds like you don't, so I don't, but I don't want to be that either. You don't have to be. I'm not that way. Ariston's not that way, and we've all gone through some different things. Well, I don't want to be Ariston either. But He's perfectly capable of you being could himself. Just, you could just be, you know, Godwin. My yeah, old nobody friend Godwin. likes Godwin. I did. Ari- Ariston does. Or you you did? To. You don't now? I What's do. Up? I'm saying the old Godwin when he was there. Ajax did. Yeah, Ajax Your mom did. raised that boy. You know that. Yeah, you're right. Still worry that they'd be disappointed in me. That scares me, you know? I think your mom would be happy that you came out out of the situations that you've been through and you're still able to function and have conversations. And the fact that you even want to change as a person, I think would make your mom very, very proud. That's all I want to do, Rizzo. I just want to make her proud and, and make my sister proud wherever she is. I think that that's not a hard thing to ask because it's not unreachable for you. I think that if they both were to see you today, they would be very proud of you. I think you're being too hard on yourself. No, no. I mean, the fact that my sister could see me today, that scares me because I don't know that she'd be proud. I don't know that she'd want to come back to the one person that can be home for her. What part of you do you think she won't like? What part of me does everyone not like? Well, I know that a lot of people like others who aren't like them. You know, I wouldn't want to hang out with myself all the time. I think that that would be boring and lame. I think that having you around brings a lot of light and a lot of fun and a lot of serious thinking. And some people may not like that. A lot of people may not like that. But I think that your sister would love you no matter what. She would still see you on the inside, even if, you know, others didn't like how grumpy you can be sometimes or, you know, maybe unfriendly. Mm. Maybe she likes that. Is that how you feel about Kidu? That even though a lot of people don't like the form that he's in now, he's your brother and that's what matters. Seeing you two together made me feel... I think what these have in common is it didn't matter what Kidu looked like. It didn't matter because I trusted him and I knew that he was still going to be him no matter what. I think what mattered the most to me was knowing that he was safe and okay and... You know, he didn't get lost to something bad, you know? Like, what if he had turned in and and joined the realm? I think I would still... I Well, I know I would still love him because he would be him on the inside. 
but I feel like just knowing that he's safe and is and and okay was something that I never thought that I would have known in my life. I never thought that any of the journeys that I would go on would even bring me close to him. And I think that your sister would really want to know that you're safe, okay, and that you're trying to be and are a good person. What if she joined the realm? What she's, if she hates me because I'm exalted? She's still your sister. She, she's not going to hate you deep down. She might be told to hate you, but that doesn't mean she will. If anything, I think that that would be a great thing for her to see how someone she loves is not as bad as everyone is making our kind out to be. But I am bad. That's the point. God, when you're not bad, you're just a little rough on the edges. Some people can't see that because they haven't known you as long as I have. They haven't seen that that's not all you have to bring to the table. That that's not all you are. Thanks for saying nice things. I wouldn't say them if they weren't true. That's true. You're shitty at lying. Ever. I can tell fibs if I want. It's whatever. Yeah? How many toes do you have? Ten. Well, that's the truth. You're supposed to tell why. I actually have eleven. No, you don't. I have a little one. No, you don't. I know, that was a really bad lie. It was a bad lie. Oh my god. She just doesn't... She doesn't stop. I I thought it was in shape, but I guess... I guess not. And Arson, like, walks over to his stuff and just grabs his thing of water. Just drinks it all in one standing. Oh my god. Goldie, I, I, uh, that was uh, quite something. Are you okay? Golden asks, and she just kind of tilts her head, and she looks just as she did before she left for the run, like not even a strand of hair is out of place in that ponytail. Ariston wipes the sweat off of his mouth. Um, I'm, I'll be having good. I just need to, just need to sit down. Just give me one. Just I'm going to sit down right over here. You probably actually shouldn't stand. You should probably stretch. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll do that. Do it with me. Yes. Arms up. Oh, that hurts. No, no, no. You, you have to go higher. And she kind of pushes on the underside. Oh. Just a little, little, little bit more. Okay. I'm all stretched out. No, no, Thank no. You. You, have, you have to hold it for 10 seconds. Come on. Oh. So. Uh, yeah. If we pretend like we're not here, maybe they won't ask us to work out. I'm not asleep. I'm dead. I've died. Okay, well, I'm still rubbing my feet. I cannot be bothered in my death. Eight, nine, ten. There you go. Don't you feel better? Sure. I'm I'm gonna do some stretches on the ground now. And Erston just sort of falls into child's pose. Oh, that's good. That's good. Meanwhile, the chimera comes in uh, and breaks back into the three palm-sized pieces of the mouse, the lion, and the bear and kind of climbs up the bed sheet onto the bed. So Kido says that y'all are from a place called Jiaowei. Where is that? Well, they're from there. I'm not, but should probably them let them explain it. Jiaowei is, I guess, mm, down south, but not quite as south as you. I get maybe like southeast southwest a little bit southeast. Uh, southeast uh it's kind of like a giant bowl it's in between some trees that are holding it up so it's it's a really not an easy place to get to but it's charming what about you guys all the way out here i mean this is pretty north uh we're kind of just on a quest you know looking for things trying to you know save the world but in a smaller sense you know everyone thinks they're saving the world but you know we we aren't different than that we're just trying to head off these people who want to steal some things and create basically total Technically worldly steal it chaos. Technically steal it, yeah. Yes. Well, like protection? 
I suppose. Yeah. But we're protecting it. Oh from yeah, yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. We're not using it for gain or anything. We are, we are looking for the things we're looking for as a to protect others from their wrath. Oh, I'm looking for stuff too. I'm actually out here helping them get supplies. Oh, what are, what are you looking for? Supplies. You know. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, some of the trade between the tribes hasn't been too great um, mm. lately, so they send me around to negotiate for them. That's very noble. Oh, so you're good at negotiating. Uh, well, you know, if you ask nice enough, um, people tend to give you what you want. Hmm. I haven't. Hmm. I haven't exactly had that same kind of success, but I'm sure you're good at it. Ariston, that's because you're not personable. I'm. I'm a pretty personable, Godwin. I would say I'm pretty personable. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Godwin. It was just the furs. Rizzo at this point just stares at them and rubs her eyes, almost looking like the mom of two kids who constantly bicker, and she's just she's just not even listening anymore. Rizzo, you're letting light into the slumber tower. I'm sorry. I just don't care. Rizzo, at least get out of the cover so that I don't have to... Rizzo hops out immediately. The the furs shuffle around a little bit. All right, I guess Godwin's in for the night. Maybe I am. So you just, you came up all the way from the south just to negotiate supplies? Well, I didn't come here for that. I just happened to get stopped here and I'm helping them with that. Oh, well. Like a side quest. Why did you, what was your main reason then, if you don't mind me asking? So uh, Golden Might of the Dawn just shrugs and says, I just really want to help people, you know, any way I can. People need help, then, you know, since I've been a chosen of the sun, it's kind of my job to help people if I can. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Fay's? It's an impressive selection of teas you have out here. Whoever is running this place must be really invested in ensuring variety. I can appreciate that. You know, most people, when they join us, they just, they, they complain. It's really nice to hear something positive. I can tell that this is run by a caring hand. That's funny, sure. I always order the same thing every time because they stopped serving me alcohol here. Godwin, did you always order the same kind of alcohol or like a different kind? Well, I would order more than one drink in a sitting and usually I'd kind of spice it up a little bit. I think you should treat your tea like you treated your alcohol. But the Shrine Oolong is just so good. Yeah, I think I'll try that today. Interesting. You do realize that if you keep having the same thing over and over, eventually your palate begins to dull to its taste? If you have a boring palate. He's, you're, you have a boring palate is along the lines of what? If you turn into a crane over and over again, do you get tired of being a crane? Yes, that's why I transform into many things. What's a, what's Wait, you can turn into more than just a crane? Yes, I can turn into a myriad of animals. A crane is just the form with which I have the most inherent connection. What the fuck? That's badass. What's your favorite thing to transform into besides the crane? A dolphin, definitely. Absolutely not. Those things are horrible. Yeah, they're kind of mean. What about a bear? Not the best sea animal. You ever done that one before? Oh, yes, I've done a bear a few times. I've been a bear a few times, I should say. That phrasing was not perfect. Mm -hmm. But... There's some things that are a lot of fun. Um, a quoll lion, that was interesting. Pestle tails are fun. It's nice to have something that has that much just sheer destructive power if you ever find yourself in the need for it. Interesting. Do you ever turn into, like, an ant? I've been a beetle before. Several times, in fact. Small animals like that are convenient. How about a fog shark? A fog shark. A regular shark, yes. A fog shark, no. 
they're somewhat spiritual in nature. I don't have the ability to push myself quite that far. Mm. You should make that a goal for like the end of the year or something. You know, something to look forward to. Oh, I abandoned annual plans a long time ago. I think more on the scales of Maybe decades and uh, years centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you turn into a shark in the middle of like a living room, do you just flop around? Like, could you die that way because you wouldn't be able to breathe or what? What's the deal? How does that work? Can you still breathe regular air? I will reflexively return to my natural form before I die of suffocation. Yeah, Godwin, I don't think he'd just turn into a shark just out on the town just for for fun. I mean, I mean it's a fun party trick. Uh, sharks are not really accepted by everyone. A lot of people are really scared of them. I, don't, I th- feel like it'd be more fun to... I think into- it would make your day at a party. It has been used as a really fun party trick before, actually. If you've ever been around people who have never seen a shark or been anywhere near a shark, it can give them quite a surprise. And that's a good learning experience, too. You know, you don't want to live your whole life not knowing what a shark looks like. And it's a safe environment. You know, I'm not going to bite anybody or maul anybody. I'm going to show them what a shark is, show them those big chompers, and then they can move on with their day knowing the danger, having felt the danger, but not having been damaged by the danger. Now, do you take on the instincts of the animals, or are you still yourself? I'm still possessed of my faculties. Do you, like, go around to kids and and become a one-man petting zoo? Like, because that sounds awesome. Why would you want to be pet by a bunch of kids? Because you want them them to have fun, and you want them to be happy. That just sounds horrible. Have you seen have a you child? Around a kid? Have you seen a child pet an animal? Have you seen a child happy? You would do anything for that if it meant just turning into a goat or something so they could. I I'm not good with children. I d- don't. You could I don't. just observe. Them. Do you think that pinecone child would hurt something? No, he would caress it. That very child sweetly. has has clearly learned the proper behavior. I'm not saying every child does not know how to touch certain animals, and they could bother the animal, which could cause a reaction, and then see. But this is the, like a fake animal that's why it's it's a learning experience i'm an incredibly real animal when i transform i cannot emphasize that one yeah but you're not like gonna bite them if you're a shark you know no i'm not going to bite them you didn't grow up and it's like a test animal things that they learned correct i've had some time to learn their ways there have been times where i've gone long stretches without returning to a human form Mm -hmm. days weeks what was the longest thing you were it's going to be boring but it was a crane Wow. Dull your palate after that? Were you like a squirrel after or anything? Yeah, I was a little craned out for a while. <laughs> so do you lay eggs? Wait. <gasps> Has anyone tried to mate with you while yeah, you're Yeah, that's the better question. I feel <laughs> like these are indelicate questions, and that's I don't feel mean. like your questions are coming from a place of real intellectual curiosity. I am actually They're more curious. coming from a sense of like morbid sexual fascination, and I'm not going to entertain the that. Then. I, well, I'm just yeah. asking because, you know, most animals smell pheromones of other animals, and do they recognize you as an imposter or do they believe you are real enough to in fact mate with i'm not going to say anything about mating but i wouldn't be a very good infiltrator if i wouldn't make a convincing animal to the other animals so just whatever you mate with an animal and that animal lays an egg is that egg half Half human human? (sighs) the answer is yes canonically that's how beast men are born that's dope i i do i do have a serious more, more serious question so if you, if you, let's say, but go back to the shark thing. If you turn into a shark and shark teeth fall out at 
you know, pretty regular rate, would you still <gasps> retain time. your teeth or would they remain shark teeth once you had switched back? Or when you switch back, do they turn to human teeth when you think you found a shark tooth? I don't know if these questions are as interesting as the mating questions, but... I think that it's an important thing to touch on that doesn't breach personal boundaries, Godwin. Well, if you pop the shoulder seam on a shirt, you take off that shirt... Did you break your shoulder? Depends on how this oh, shoulder seam was popped. Interesting. Incidentally, about- without breaking your shoulder. I did not understand did that question not, at yeah. all. No, it's like if you got a stain on your robe, that doesn't mean you have a stain on your body. Interesting. So but then if it it's- bled through like a sharp... Stop adding details. So you it's did not get it. Now I'm intrigued. Okay, you are yeah. complicating the metaphor just so much. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Shark or regular tooth? Look at my teeth. It's regular teeth. teeth. I don't know, man. You obviously have some magical abilities. You could have healed your teeth. Then yeah, like over time, I would still wind up with human teeth in the end. Mm, So Yeah, Yeah, but you could have lost the human tooth and then, you know, healed it back. Uh, See, that's what I'm saying, right? Human tooth, though. Human tooth. But human tooth. See, that's a valid argument as to why it could be a human tooth. Right. Oh, you would say, oh, oh, Ariston, that's that's not as interesting, and now we're all asking questions about it. Well, it definitely isn't as interesting as wondering if, you know, he is mating with another crane, and then he transforms into a shark in the middle of the mating if that crane's egg is going to be half shark and half crane and half human. Okay, this is just offensive. 